1: talent to make this shit up
0: here's kev nash dj killer kev double nickel double nickel
1: you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev killer we was just talking uh off mic man before we jump into our tap topics i wanted to ask you man we was talking about when you was in the clubs heavy and the whole pay thing yeah break that down
0: man so we talking we talking just that process that process yeah okay so so for a Dj this this is this, this is the part of Dj and that I you know struggle with with nightlife mm-hmm. you you get in there at 9 because you're gonna be playing music by 10 right and n- n- not to put too much knock on my city but we we all know that 10 o'clock in dayton ain't what it used to be Facts. So, you're there from 10 to maybe 12, 12 30 before things get rolling, really, how you want them rolling. You DJ, all those things come around 2 o'clock, 2.30, 30, start, start wind, winding the night down, and then you pack up and you still ain't got paid yet. So, because then you waiting because the club is paying you. Mm. So, you're waiting for security to get paid, bartenders, you know, the whole staff. The, the management of that club is is, you know, x and the o and they they budget and seeing what they made and then coming back. So you might be there till three thirty, three thirty four o'clock sometimes waiting for that bag. Mm, we'll just, we'll secure the bag. Secure the bag. Now,
1: do you consider that a uh, paying your dues process,
0: like, or do you just
1: consider that bad business?
0: Um, a little bit of both. I mean you have to have some structure in a business like this when you, when you're doing it like on your own, like your own business. And that's one thing that in the beginning I struggled with was putting my foot down a little bit on how I handle my business more. Mm -hmm. So letting the place that's booking me do their thing and be like, okay, well, you know, it's cool. You know, well that's fine. But then when you in week 13 of that (laughs) week, 20 of that, you know, and it's like, man, I've been here for six, seven hours, you know, and I'm, only making this, right? And if I go do this wedding tomorrow morning that I'm booked for, I'm there four or five hours, and I make this. Right. It's like it could be two or three times what I made at the club. So you start just seeing like how much time you giving back to your business, how much money. At the end of the day, it's it's money. Mm-hmm. It's what you make and what and time you is in. money. Yeah. So, I mean, I think some of that is bad business, but I think some of it too is you can't just you got to come in and you're. You're, you're branding yourself up on, upon a city mm-hmm. so it's not like they know you it's not like they you ain't drama out here or kitty Capri where they can go back and def jam you all the way up to now right you know so you have to kind of like build that so you do have to kind of give that time and give some things back to your business because that's what you're doing it for but ultimately you got to keep that that structure sound because for me now I'm to the point where I've committed to a price that I charge. And then if I choose to do something, you know, nice for the class of 97 at Troutwood because I'm a Troutwood guy and give them 100 150 off, that's mm-hmm. my decision. Right. But I know I charge this amount, and I always make that clear. Well, I charge this. So normally we'd be paying this. But because of so-and-so or because of this, I'm charging you this. So it's right. like I think you have to just be kind of blunt in that stance because everybody wants a hookup, man. Our community is all <laughs> about that. Hey, bro, you think you can, you know – I got asked to DJ a Wee football fundraiser out in Beaver Creek.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it was... Beaver uh, Creek!
1: Should charge them motherfuckers <laughs> double. It,
0: it was, <laughs> right. And it was this past Friday, but I just had surgery Tuesday. Uh, I had eye surgery, so lifting over 40 pounds, all those things. I'm like, I better just take it easy. Man, but their DJ bounced on him, or they had a hookup, and he had some emergency. And they were trying to have me booked from... I think it was six hours for like two two fifty, mm. and some people you know starting out. Yeah, that, that's that's what you know. I love. I would love to have the opportunity year one, year two right. of, of DJing to have these random calls. So what I did, I reached out to a DJ that I rock with, DJ Hooks. I'ma shout him out, man. Okay. He's a he's a he's a he's a cute man out here. He's kind of young in the DJ game, but he has that same passion. I, I see a lot of myself in him as far as like former band geek. And this being that musical void that kind of fills that for us, you know, so I, I could see his passion in it. So I hit him up and, you know, offered him that and he, whatever reason, it, it didn't go through, but the, the time you would, that I would spend doing a six-hour gig for $200 and bringing equipment and setting up mm-hmm. lights and all that stuff cost me something, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm well over probably 10 grand as far as invested over 10 years, you know, different equipments that I've bought and it's like, End of the day, I make sure I get that get that 10 grand back plus that's right. what I'm in business for. So. Absolutely,
1: man. Where is the feeling of it change from man, I'm a DJ, I'm rocking a party, I'm I'm getting paid to to DJ to party. Where does that feeling transfer to this is this is a a career? This is a field. This is my business. Like, because I think there's a fine line, like, like you were saying with DJ Hooks, it's a like, all right, like it's that energy. Like, oh, man, I do it for the low. I do it for damn near free. I just want to do it because I love it. And then what where is that middle ground
0: where it starts to change for a DJ? Yeah, that's 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 so tough, man, because like like you say, you. You you bite the bull on a couple of gigs, but then it's like, when do you turn on that? Well, I'm charging you now. Right. And with an abundance of DJs in the city, you had that worry of, like, well, I ain't paying you that. And then you lose the gig. Then now right. your one outlet or whatever outlet it was for you might be gone. Mm-hmm. So it's that fine line of like managing that. But then, like you say, it's also the fine line of, you know, the, the craft and the culture of DJing. I mean, if you look back on it, man, people right now today probably putting up a, a stitching cord and a generator on some corner in New York getting ready to Sunday party up the corner you know so like and they just doing that off the love mm-hmm. and they out there all day sweating going through equipment you know the whole thing just because they just love that so much so like some of some of that is the culture of what we do but the DJ always loses a little bit of respect I think it always and it could be in business it could be in and, and 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 other DJs, it could be in the people, whatever. They 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 don't get that respect of like they are the party. Mm-hmm. You can you can bring the dopest promoter and pack it out, but I promise if we hearing uh, Boney James on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the track, you know it that might that might lead to a different feel for the night. Fact. So you have to. I mean, just the respect for me, man, is is big, but. Ultimately, your business has to ultimately be what you're doing it for. Right. If you if you have see yourself wanting to be the club DJ and tackle every club and just be the touring DJ and that DJ Bandcamp life, let's just keep Bandcamp is killing it right now. I mean, he's doing amazing things, and for us to even have the opportunity to hear him at Therapy or Castanet bringing him into the city and all those things, you know, it's like. We follow him because we 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 know what we know him mm-hmm. and we rooting for him, you know. So to see his business mind, it's like, man, I need to get myself to that. Yeah, he's saying he's setting a good foundation for somebody you should be wanting to be, you know, admiring. But then you look at like how much basically dedication and 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 risk he has to take too. I mean, he was in a career college grad, Mm -hmm. and and, and the passion of what he was doing meant more to him than what he was, you know, he he wanted that more. And it's like, he took that leap of faith in his business, and that business mind is what's going to keep you rolling. Got to, man. Got to, man. So you had a hectic week, brother. Man, listen. (laughs) I've had one of them weeks that's like, yo, where is the nearest drug, (laughs) alcohol, whatever? Like, where is it? It's been, been crazy. So, So... Super long story, somewhat short. Um, for those that you know, know I had an eye condition for about five years. Poor vision, pupils were stuck to the lens, eyes didn't dilate, the whole shebang. So, Way, pretty important to have those eyes, man, man especially you, uh, in a DJ in the dark. DJ in the dark, you got <laughs> little kids, all man. that good stuff. Yeah, and, and so I was spent I spent some years having swelling in my eye and being told that you know. The medicine I was on for the swelling now developed a cataract. Mm. But now the cataract's more so the problem than the swelling. <laughs> and then you have to have no swelling in your eye for a few months because surgery's going to induce swelling. Right. So being told, no, 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 you're not ready. And then finally getting a date for surgery. So I had eye surgery Tuesday. That's been a, you know, I didn't realize how much, how depressed or like, you know, down your vision really makes you, man, like. To not be able to see something clearly and then sitting at my girl's soccer practice like, this grass is really green, you know, <laughs> or the sky looks really blue today or, you know, the colors is more vibrant and I can see things better and it's like your spirit's better, like all that. So stressed about stressed about surgery. Uh, Monday night, didn't get no sleep. Mm. Up all night thinking they're going to cut into my eye. Uh-huh. There's no comfortable way to get ready for that. You at know? all. So didn't have much sleep monday night surgery tuesday uh stayed at mom's just because i got the little one she likes the donkey kick just for no reason <laughs> so with the little ones and stuff i'm like let me just spend day one at mom's house make sure the vision's cool make sure i feel okay all that so the wife and kids is coming to see me after school she goes to order some contact lenses and the key doesn't go into the ignition all the way and the car is stuck at this optical shop yikes so another car issue and now it's I have an O3 Honda Pilot. I've had the, this, the wheels yeah, fall off, brother. To the wheels fall and, off. Probably 318 or 19k. Throw so them threes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm riding this thing, and I, and I know it's coming, but I'm just like this is the, this is that storm, probably.
1: You hey, know? brother, from a dude that has a car <laughs> note who's trying to pay off this car two years early. Ain't no feeling like not having no car, Man. no. And, and I, been... my goal is to get there sooner than
0: later. <laughs> and I'm on probably year four of having this thing paid off. So it's been like, I'm just like not ready yet to get that car payment life back. Ugh. So it's car, a bitch. car breakdown. Um, That's our only vehicle. Mm. So now we, you know, fortunately it was a family friend store and all that. We we able to sit there for a couple of days and get our ducks in a row. Uh, Towed the to Honda. Honda's still ordering. They tried to fix it, couldn't, had to order some part that went beer till Monday. So we Carless for the week. Okay. So now, eye surgery and Carless, you got day one post op surgery appointments. You got, you you know, follow ups and all that. So moms had to come through, take off the morning shift, and took me to my appointment. So that was nice of her. Shout out to mom. Nothing like having a supportive mom. Man, Man, that
1: support system is a real thing, man.
0: So I had a. had that going on um, Wednesday, Wednesday night, two in the morning. This is the one I, w- I didn't yeah. ask you. I, I knew about the eye thing, but I didn't
1: know about this one. So I'm really listening to hear this one because so, I saw it on the snap.
0: <laughs> so actually, let me get my days right. Monday was the no sleep pre-surgery. Tuesday was surgery and car trouble. Um, for whatever reason, off that anesthesia, whatever, I didn't sleep well the day after surgery. I was up from like 12 to 4, just staring at the ceiling, like just up. No sleep, really, really, uh, Tuesday night. Wednesday, busy day, you know, all that, appointments, thinking, okay, I'm going to be able to crash about 8, 9 o'clock tonight, catch up on this sleep, <laughs> lay down about 9, something, I was like, I turned on something on the DVR, and I didn't make it past the little two minutes that records before the show starts, <laughs> like I was out. So, sleeping good, 2 in the morning, Daddy, I don't feel good, and I'm like looking at her I'm like what's up so I grab her she comes to lay on me and she's cooking hot I'm mm-hmm. like oh Jesus so I grabbed the thermometer get the forehead game going <laughs> 103.8 Ugh. I'm like child one two or three well two one, one. one yeah, or two this is this is one of three the <laughs> oldest so her uh her sister um was there fortunately so we got up in the middle of the night took sister's whip down to the to the to the ER got her all that done so we was up from probably two to about five before we got back home so no sleep again on wednesday mm. but now i'm going in, and now i feel like i'm in army mode at this point it's like <laughs> them them long long days and early wake-ups it's like okay my body's done this before you know whatever that happens wednesday thursday um not so much much better day got some rest but then it's like now this car issue comes up we got to Got to rent a car for the week. That's an extra bill. Had an unexpected letter from the state of Ohio. Oh, had to, had to take care. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking know. Had to take care of. So had to pay that little, 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 little unexpected fee. And it's just been one of those weeks where it's like, what is fucking next, you know? And then on top of that, you got gigs to DJ. Yeah, and then I, I, yeah, I, I had a gig that I, I passed off this week because I knew I was having surgery but i got you know prom next like this is this is the time of year where it's it's time to time to play ball you know mm-hmm. so i'm i'm blessed to have majority of my summer booked up it's perfect for me and it's perfect that, that i'm about to leave this va job because mm-hmm. i'm going to have some time off with the kids for the summer we got a trip planned to Tennessee that we doing. So, Tennessee. you know, we're not going to let this ruin the, the family spirit. You know, everybody knows we got the 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 horrible old school Honda Pilot that we going to ride <laughs> out. So it's, it's been a blessing that, you know, my mom and stepfather, man, they really, they show up when we need them. I mean, and it's never, it's never a no. You know, it's never, if, if something jump off and we need just to watch the kids so we can get our thoughts in order for a second right. and we can, Step out, have a, have a dinner, and, 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 and figure out next month, you know? <laughs> so right. And nice you was talking that.
1: about that on a previous pod about, you know what I'm saying, the opportunity you had in Vegas, yeah. and it, you turned it down because of the need of a support system. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? That support system a real thing, man. And, and
0: it, it, it's tough, you know, for to be a man, you know, and, and to still not have everything how you ultimately visioned it. You know, that's, that's one thing to, like, hold that in and deal with it, and then... We see some of the you know stresses that that brings to people when they holding all that in. You know me, mm-hmm. I've got, I've got to the point in life where it's almost like fuck it, and, and like you you spend a lifetime trying to you know shelter this from whatever or not speak on this because it makes you feel a certain way. Like that's what leads to our mental health problems mm-hmm. in our community. So I look at this pod, this is my life. You know this this is a part of me. So I let it out on the pod podcast Sunday. That means that Sunday, means something baby. to me. So. What so he's uh, saying at the club this my last night,
1: elbows up, <laughs> elbows up, fuck man. it, yeah man, I got a little taste of that club, Ace's wife, yeah, yeah, you 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 stepped into my world last yeah, night, man, we
0: linked up, I bombarded Kev Nash last night, showed up at the crib, <laughs> asked asking was their patron available, <laughs> of course, definitely got a shot in, and then rolled TC with him and uh, just just a. Uh, Bring your friend to work day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, you got the behind-the-scenes access, man. It was a, you know, that's a typical Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday for me, man. Yeah. I go to the club, I hang out, I talk some shit on the mic, me and uh, King of Hype, the host of the club, we roast each other, yeah. and that's what we do, man. I mean, but
0: to be honest, man, like, it was fun, yeah. you know, like, because to see somebody like the King of Hype with that energy, yeah. whether it's... I won't say needed or appropriate, but whether it's just like that atmosphere. Yeah. When someone comes in like that and puts a smile on everybody's face because of something silly he said, I tell you to leave. I tell you when I'm up in the motherfucker <laughs> leave when I say, you know, all, like just all that. Like that makes a nice fun, man. So I really, just to be stepping out, I wanted to get out, see how my vision was. I'm eager to see, because for so long in the club, if y'all notice, I have lights when I DJ, and to look out on the crowd would be like a haze of vision. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I could make silhouette. If I knew you, i would like, oh, that's so and so silhouette. That's, that's probably kid, you know, but right. not for sure. So to be out now, I'd be like, I can see, you know. Yeah. It's like, I just wanted to get out, and, and I was too eager to wait till next week's gig to, to test it out. So <laughs> wanted to. How was out that me? feeling, man, to um, go to a club and not be working? Did you get anxious? <laughs> I always do, man. I, a DJ, man. That's it, it's so hard just to sit back because when you're out kicking it. All you doing is listening, mm-hmm. and it has a DJ. All you do is really you you listening to music, making it make sense for the people, right? So when you sitting out, and for me anyway, it's okay. I ain't heard that in a minute. That's dope. That's dope. Ooh, figured out the recovery move. You know, like you know, yeah. you, you're just analyzing the whole night instead of just sitting back and just laughing, enjoying, watching the game. That's how I am when I go to other cities and turn
1: on the radio. Yeah. I can't listen to the radio. And just listen as a person. I'm listening. I'm listening for segues. I'm listening for sweepers. I'm listening to production on commercials. I'm listening to like, all right, what type of features do they have going on? What mm-hmm. can I steal yeah. and take to my exactly. show? And that is an absolute fact and that that's what I do that. that. What contests are they doing? Well, mm-hmm. how the hell they get that contest? And we didn't get that contest. We're in the same state. I'm calling so-and-so. I'm texting record reps like, hey, man, I see blah, 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 blah has this uh, Big shine contest. Mm-hmm. We're playing Big Sean. We played Big Sean before then. Why don't we have it? Oh, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll get yeah. you this. It's that. You're yeah. damn right you will. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's a thing, man. It's something, when it's your passion, exactly. you can't turn it off. Like my mom, when she's not at work, she ain't thinking shit about work. Right. <laughs> but when I'm not at work, if I hit that button to turn on the whiz or I'm in Columbus, I turn on Power in Cleveland, I turn on Z, am I'm I'm back in work mode. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm like, all right, well, how can I? use this to make our station better man so yeah man work is always when, around when man. i was
0: off for three months with the newborn initially from work i was having so much fun taking the like i was making making the girls not ride the bus because i wanted to take them to school because by the time that was done i got back to the crib it was nine o'clock and i can listen to envy's mix Ooh. in peace you know, I, <laughs> Like i had to like no, no distractions of work trying to help somebody turning the radio down like just sit back and like like you say when you passionate and love something, it could be a three second thing that envy did that just triggers something to be like, well, I can do this, this, and this, and it puts it together for you, or puts a new little funny trick. And, and the way I DJ is people involvement. You know, I I blend tracks more than I scratch, and I talk more shit more than I just stand there. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I get you having fun. You know. We're the class of 90 so I heard y'all was in here, whatever. You know, just making it more personable. Mm-hmm. So to hear Envy might say a phrase or he might play something or any DJ. It could be any it don't have to be nobody famous. Just music make you dissect and, and add to your passion. So that, that that passion for what you're doing is everything and keeping your spirits up, man. Absolutely, That's what man. I'm trying to have better spirits this year, man.
1: Absolutely. And uh something a feature that I have on my show, man, the noon throwback. Yeah. And, uh, on a couple pods ago, man, we talked about how, uh, we got the green light to open it up a little bit more. Get, you know, we were playing about, you know what I'm saying? Four to five songs. So now we're playing six to seven songs for people not familiar with radio, man. That's a lot of music, man. We, we play, uh, let's behind the curtain a little bit. Let me see. Four, four, probably play about 12 songs an hour. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really not a lot of music. Right. So basically, half the hour now are throwbacks. Mm-hmm. So I was talking with the PD, my guy, Ryan Drake, and I'm like, yo, since the features opened up, man, like I'm noticing, man, like we're running through these songs a lot faster. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Those extra two or three songs mm-hmm. a day, like, yo, we only got so many. <laughs> right. It's like, do what you do. I was like, green light? It's like, <laughs> green light. It's like, but don't go crazy, <laughs> cause he know me. I go, I, I take it somewhere. He's like, bro, we can't play this, right? Man. Like that shit that never even came out as a single. A dog pound. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, I went in, I put in uh fifty new throwback tracks, man. Yeah. I He's I like, yo, how many songs did you put in? Cause we're uh, going through the scheduling, and he's like, I was like, man, just look at them. And then he ran I ran down the list and was like, oh. Like put that vibrant thing in there. <laughs> yeah. Put just put tons of shit in there. Like I definitely tons heard, of throwbacks. I heard I
0: heard a throwback that I wasn't expecting to ever hear on one oh two nine. What's that? On a Friday evening. And it was like Friday probably like eight o'clock, seven, oh. eight o'clock. Oh, the vanilla ice the joint. Vanilla ice <laughs> joint. I'm in the car like you know, they really done expl- they let, let this nigga go a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, we went like, out there. Like, we like, as far there. As far as, the you know, what they, the top so-and-so song that has to be played. Like to, it, It's almost nice, though, because when, you when you're in the car in another city and you listen to the station or you're scanning, like, I'm a big radio. I've always been, I've even been, like, the CB radio guy. Like, if I'm on a road trip, I can sit for hours and listen to truckers talk about nothing <laughs> and be content, you know, so... I've always been into that, and then I I love radio. So I listen to the radio other cities, and you'll be hearing a popular Drake song or a top radio song at the time. And you might hear that random Jaheim come on at in the evening rush, or you know Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's like people people love that. you know. So
1: well, as we gear up to get ready for the summer, man, it's uh like a strategy we've been doing. You know, let's let's make. We have to play certain songs. These certain songs yeah. are our power songs and our sub-power songs and new songs that we have to play. But we do have room, yeah, wiggle room for you know what I'm saying, other stuff. So, all right, man, we don't have to necessarily play Nicki Minaj's Starships, for God's sakes. So we don't mm-hmm. have to dump that shit. Get that shit out here. We'll replace it. All right, we'll throw a throwback on there on a Friday, man. It's a Friday. Exactly. And let's have a good time. Like, oh, let's take people back. It's the weekend. um, It's the weekend. Let's have a good time. So what Drake has been doing, you know what I'm saying, he's been just plugging, like, those extra songs in there. Like, you get a Ja Rule living it up in the middle of the day. Like, fuck it. Elbows up. (laughs) Fuck it.
0: That's just what it is. And and, and for me personally, I love that's what I love about radio is to hear – That song you ain't heard, for me as a child, it was sitting sometimes in the evening when I was on Punishment and all I had was my boombox left to listen to for the night, waiting to hit that, play and record to catch that song that I haven't heard in a minute. So radio has always been that randomness song kind of in the mix of current, you know, Mm -hmm. so to kind of have, see that coming back a little in the city. It's
1: It's a thin line between a throwback and an old song. Yeah. Cause nobody wants to hear an old song, but everybody loves a throwback. Right. So it's a a song like okay, for instance, now like "Designer Panda." People would perceive that as an old song. Yeah. But you throw on, we just added a uh, "Soldier Coon," "Soldier Boy," crank <laughs> that. That's a throwback. Can you believe that song is ten years old? Because that's how we categorize throwbacks. Yeah. If it's ten years old, it's in
0: that folder now. Is
1: it? We going in? <laughs> it's like because that was something years. we were debating like. So what do you consider a throwback? And it's like, well, shit. Well, some people would consider a throwback some shit from the '80s and, and '90s, and that's it. I was like, well, we're gonna make it ten years. <laughs> so as soon as that calendar hit ten years, it's a throwback in our in our book. And Soldier Boy Crank That
0: came out ten years ago. I, I I can really see that though, because what I've been doing this Duel. year, <laughs> right? What I've been doing this year is I've been DJing ten years. So now like, I still have my old laptop. And I've dug it out a little more than I have normally, looking at old crates from Club Cream and from Evolution and all those days, and laughing at me. Man, we used to play a milli, a, milli, a all, all the time. You know, we used to play so like so like having all, ten years old yet having all those having <laughs> all those songs there in that time and space makes it make sense for me better than searching for them now. Right. So what I was doing though was something like that Soldier Boy crank that for me at weddings easy play right mm-hmm. but for probably the two or three years that was in this first couple years it was a must play like the wobble right it was at every wedding then i've gone through probably five six years haven't touched it and then last year a few little gigs i had it just felt right you know a whole bunch of young 30 year olds drunk having a good time like let me put this on and put on you know uh uh stanky leg let me put on some of yeah. those and just see what happens he put on that soldier boy, crank that, and it was like, not only were they having fun, but then the grandma and the little kid, they mm-hmm. still remembered it. And it turned into it they got more people up than it would have, you know, if I played it year three through seven. Yeah. So it had reached that that throwback time versus being old. So I've yeah. been I've been looking at those songs. Lil Wayne and Millie,
1: March eleventh, two thousand eight. So uh next year you're gonna be hearing that So that's the what moon I'm saying. Throwback.
0: All all those club cream joints is now about to like even like Gucci man shoot, like th- those type of songs that I used to just really those were staples in my in my set you yeah, know and, and now it's like those are songs that are my when i need a bucket mm-hmm. when i need a bucket i can put that on and know okay i got i got their attention back
1: right so, right right hey man i've been reading well actually i finished um paul paul oh, first, uh Brian Winhurst, the uh, reporter for ESPN and the Cavs, mm-hmm. I finished his book about the Cavaliers' championship, uh, run, the return of LeBron James and everything like that. So my goal, I'm trying to, I knocked that book out. I knocked out Angie Martinez's book. Now I'm in the middle of Charlemagne's book. Yeah, how is it, man? It's good shit, man. Yeah. And uh, you know, just being in radio, of course, that drew me to it first. But like, it's got some jewels in there, man. Yeah. It got some jewels about, you know, as a um one of the principles of uh this whole thing is fuck your dreams (laughs) and finding out what your true passion is as opposed to finding out what all right you've seen uh a Lil Wayne make it you've seen Jermaine Dupree make it you see the DJ Envy make it because they're famous and they in videos popping bottles but is that really your true passion is that really what you're good at right so it's it's kind of eye-opening and it's like man it takes you to a point where you want to reevaluate shit mm-hmm. like and try to figure out like man this is he's dropping jewels but it's so harsh when you hear somebody say fuck your dreams." yeah damn
0: <laughs> you gotta be so abrasive with it <laughs> right that's <laughs> the one he, thing Charlotte good at though
1: <laughs> yeah and he was talking about the time he was hosting a talent show at Penn State and uh and he was like man got up there and it was all dudes that want to be rappers and he's like man he's like but think about it like these dudes is all in college but yet they still want to be rappers and then it remind, reminds me like shit I was in college and I wanted <laughs> yeah. to be a rapper so right. it's like is it just the passion for the music is it just like man you just see it on tv and and you want to be that or is what is it like is this fucking culture is crazy, yeah. man? It the culture of hip hop and just everything that it has, man. Everybody wants to be a rapper, and I'm almost sure, like damn it, everybody that loves this culture fucked around and did the freestyle with mm-hmm. the homies in the car. Oh yeah, it, the culture is crazy. The, the my passion is this culture,
0: right? And I think I, I think with that, the the passion of the culture makes you either chase the front of it as far as like the you know the face of of whatever to be the rapper be the be the entrepreneur or whatever. But then it's like man, there's so many avenues in the culture that mm-hmm. could keep you working for the culture, and ultimately that's gonna make you happy. You yeah, know? and it's like having that degree in communications could lead to you to be a an A and R where your job all day is to listen to rap, yeah. or your job all day is to make sure so and so straight for the night, and you got. You got so-and-so showing up, and you, you're you in the culture. You're working it. That's, that's one thing about Smoke I try to instill in him when we talk, not like a lecture, but just talking to him. Like, man, you in Hollywood, California, talking to me on the phone, sitting at a so-and-so shop, looking at so-and-so walking in, going to Atlantic, going here. Like, you, you're you living it already. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you're not in Dayton knocking on somebody's door on the west side Kind of get in the basement for a couple hours. Right. Like, nothing's wrong with that. That's the culture too. Right, but like, you're already living it in a place that's doing it, and you're doing it with people that's are movers and shakers in the business. You got relationships with people that really change your life. Yeah. So it's like, don't look at it as like, when is it gonna happen? When is it coming? Like, it's already in the process. We just we just waiting for our ticket to be called. You know, waiting right. for our number to be called. So keep rolling with it because to get a little discouraged in it. Or to, or to want it to happen, want may, maybe wanting the lifestyle to be there so you can support your family, or you already had the set pocket of man. I, I'm doing this because I wanna, I wanna get mom out the hood, or I wanna get a house, or you know having those goals. You want you want to get there fast because you're there. Mm-hmm. And it's like ride that way, continue to ride it because the moment you like get discouraged in it and stop showing up to things and stop participating, it's like this business. Hip hop is not going to wait for you at all. So, our, our, I think we have a unique time and space for hip hop as as a culture because us as mid thirty people, I don't see us being mid forty people and not still like and not and just transition to Al Green. Right. Yeah. Like we're gonna still want hip hop. So just because we reach a certain age, I personally I don't see why a forty year old or even a 45, 50 year old come with something if it's lyrical and it's dope like we're, we're going to still crave hip hop. Yes. So it, uh, the the age thing kind of for the first time in hip hop is kind of like you can you're not really going to outgrow it cuz it's a part of it's what we do. It,
1: it's it so, is, man. It's, so it's it's
0: a it's a weird time to kind of tackle some of those ideas.
1: You know, they have basically OD stations for hip hop now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that if if companies are willing to fork over money to basically create a new format you know what I'm saying you're running; they're running radio stations all 24 seven with throwbacks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they have stations like that, yeah. so this shit ain't going nowhere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying there's a passion for it, and people love it. And the simple fact that you know what I'm saying, in today's culture where the world seems smaller because of social media, and we want instant gratification, man. Like I think that is like a situation where people like, oh man, if I don't blow up in a year, oh man, this shit bullshit. Mm-hmm. They hold me back. No man, it's a, still a process, right? Because I can a process really,
0: I can really see us in our mid, in our mid forties, and being excited that a artist came out that's in our age bracket that's talking what we talking, mm-hmm. living how we living, but still giving a rap, and it ain't, it ain't, it ain't you know the, the new wave or it ain't something that we didn't grow up with. Like that's gonna still be a part of our community. So I don't feel like hip hop has to age. You have to have a certain cutoff in it. You have to be like, well, you are getting to the point now where it's time to make a decision. Like, no, it's not, man. It's 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 music. There's there's rock and roll. There's soft rock. There's independent rock. There's 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 avenues in rock. There's avenues in hip hop that you can that we that we about to see more in the future. I think.
1: Hell yeah. So we don't have a top five this week. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't. But I have something up my sleeve for you, sir. Oh. He doesn't know. So we're going to play this little word association. Okay. So whatever word I come up with, you give me the first thing that comes to your mind. We're going to do five of these real quick. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one, I guess, or whatever. DJ.
0: My passion.
1: I think that's going to be the name of this pod, by the way. <laughs> Hashtag, what's your passion? Yeah. Okay. Military. Military
0: instrumental in my life um because of not having the structure of a plan mm-hmm. and uh i really think being a 19 year old making a, that decision without without moms you know like being i ain't gonna lie to you I'm my mama's boy man i'm single single parent only child you know that's how i was raised so that my mom is my you know my rock did she cry when you left oh man and i and it, it, I made it bad too. <laughs> Not only so, I, I joined but didn't tell her. Come home like mom leaving for boot camp in 27 days. That's how I broke it to her. So then we go through those 27 days, and now it's that morning. You know, I did shave my head. Had smoke. Shave my head. I'm, I'm looking like that boot camp guy. And uh she like makes the, the her famous mac and cheese. <clears throat> Had that good lunch one good time. Made some pork chops, the green bean. It was like Thanksgiving just for me and her, you know. Big old meal. Ate uh, and like two or three o'clock, the recruiter was coming to pick me up. So it was like literally like the. And, uh, and then she like, I could just see it. Like she about to lose. And I'm like. Sigh. So I'm trying to quick hugs. She want to take pictures. Like I'm about to go die. Like, <laughs> take this picture real quick. So we taking pictures or whatever. Get rolling, get to Huber Heights. That's where we were meeting at, at the recruiter office. And I realized I left my glasses. I had my contacts in, but I left the glasses. I had to call moms like, oh, I left my glasses. We're going to be here another 30 minutes. Then you can make it here to give me the glasses. Otherwise, I'm going have to have you ship them. So she bolts from the house, gets out there. So I had to do it all again. Uh. She shows up. Now I'm on the bus with all the other dudes, that shade head and all that, man. So I made it hard on her a little bit with that, but I made that decision on my own, and that was like a big step for me to be like, I'm at the man up and do this. And the mm-hmm. military having that, having that boot camp and going from really to be honest, not having a dad around to being you know kind of structured in something like perfect timing for me so mm-hmm. so military was instrumental in my life bangles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bangles is the equivalent of why do they put 10 hot dogs and only eight buns <laughs> that's the bangles for me the bangles for me is that it it's a constant struggle of why Bruh. but it's a like, but it's a like, it, it's a love that's like I just want that one year where I can just be on top of the talk shit mountain all year. Like that's what we hold on for. So I mean, I honestly, man, it's a uh it's like a it's like a drug addicted cousin that you just got to love, man. You love gotta, and, and and take care of and and hope for the best, man. Got to put out with them, huh? Yeah, man. They they're part they're part of you, man. They ain't going nowhere, so it's it's what it is man hope 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 for a uh, January win <laughs> that's what we hoping for a January win nothing else really matters at this point Dayton Ohio home Dayton Ohio is home man it's a uh, it's fun to play I I saw uh, Brave Nate put a post up and it kind of resembled like how Dayton Ohio like we complain about it so much there's there's a lot of good in Dayton Ohio that kind of gets hidden by the bad. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things about Dayton Ohio that makes a Dayton Ohio, but we so Dayton Ohio that it's like we love this. We we love the mess of it. You know, it's like we still here. We still holding it down. We love everybody that we argue with and get hated on by. It's like it's just Dayton. We expect it. You know, so it's like Dayton is just Dayton. Man, and if you ain't if you ain't really from it and understand it, you just look at it as like another city you don't want to be in but (laughs) when you really understand it and and get into these communities and these kids lives and it's like it's home man it's home fatherhood yikes (laughs) (laughs) yikes yeah fatherhood is yikes man fatherhood is it's 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 such a challenge to especially with daughters man cause my only I tell my wife all the time everything you talking about with them is cool for me we ain't having them on the pole and we ain't being grandparents at a at a young age like right. like that's my concern like i know my daughter's going to have sex one day i know my daughter's going to do some things that i would not care to know <laughs> right but you have to get that ball rolling within yourself cuz for the first 6 years it's like psh. but then you see them gray sprouting every other day and it's like man you got to just i'd rather be Upfront and honest with mine than the strict parent. That's they they can't wait to sneak out and and do mm-hmm. their thing. So, you know, I try to be both with them, and uh, I give them as much love as I do grief. I, I I do give them a hard time because I I expect I want I, I want them to know the standard for name means something. I want them to have that feeling about themselves. So, it's 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 tough, man. It's tough having three girls having to deal with. You walk in the house and they want to, they painting nails and they playing with that. And all you care about is seeing what this Boston, Washington gang going to be like at one o'clock and you got soccer to go to and you, you know, all that. And you want to, you want to head to LA and kick it with your boy and you want to go here and go there and you got to wait because so-and-so got the the zoo next week and your parents chaperoning at the zoo and, ah. it's 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 it, but it's a life I wouldn't change for nothing, man. So
1: man, me and a wife, we talk about this all the time. Like, well, not all the time, from time to time, man. Whenever you know we get the little nephew and uh, his second birthday is coming up on was it Tuesday, Wednesday, When is May fourth? Little Maverick birthday, uh, Thursday. You know, Thursday, Thursday birthday. birthday number two, man. So we getting ready to gear up to go home for Mother's Day slash his birthday slash. Sister in law birthday slash my brother birthday. Yeah. Just maybe an all encompassed <laughs> trip. What's up to everybody's situation? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to have a whole day where we babysitting him, man. <laughs> and he's just a handful,
0: man. And it's just like, man, like, yo, it's people that do this every day. I say that all the time. When the wife goes <laughs> somewhere and I'm solo doloing it and I'm sitting back, like, yo, this hamper helper sounds much easier than trying to put together a, a meal. Or I'm tired or the baby crying and the kids want to go outside. And it's just like every day, kids, kids, all day. And it's like, I'm going to be doing that for a weekend or for a week (laughs) when the wife gone for doing something. And it's like, every time she get back, I'd be like, babe, I love you. You all right with me (laughs) (laughs) because this this stuff can get, man. Imagine having a bad day at work, Mm. having a bad day at home, Mm. having your luck. Your luck run dry for a week, have bad week. You know, it's like there's there's just no break from it. And it's like, woo, that that parent life, boy. I, parent I commend life. it even like having twins. And with, with with her sister being with us right now, and she has a, a four- or five-month-old boy. So I got a little boy around. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, this is perfect. I don't got to have no other kid. <laughs> he going to be able. I can take him to get his haircuts. We can go outside and, like, perfect. This, this will work. So. So, but to have two babies around right now, Whew. a nine month old and a four and five month old, it's times where you get one down and one. <laughs> like, oh, what? Let's like, go together, oh, man. We about <laughs> Let's to, wild out together. Yeah. So, me, I, you reach a point where it's not bad parenting if you're still there physically paying attention. That's how I look <laughs> at it. So, I'll come lay with you. You can cry your heart out. I'm not picking you up every five seconds. And we're gonna have to break this here crying spell. But like you, that parent life boy. That parent life. Shout it, to the parents that so listen to the podcast. Absolutely. Prime, man. Shouts
1: out to the single parents, absolutely. man. You know, because I think about that, man. Like, man, like, yo, my mom did this. Mm. With two of these. Two, <laughs> two. Yeah. My older brother and me. She did this dolo. Holy shit. Man, like, I'm just be sitting there with the little dude wild. He's not as wild anymore. You know, he's Walk around, do his thing, but I still got to, you know. You know, yeah. of course. <laughs> hey, man, don't touch that. All right. Right, don't eat that. Exactly.
0: No, don't climb on that. <laughs> like,
1: dude, just sit here. <laughs> just sit here. Right.
0: Like, what do you want to watch? We can watch hey, anything. Yeah, man.
1: And he only want to watch, he only sits still when the movie Little Giants is on. <laughs> so... When I'm around, it's Lil' Giants
0: time, yeah. bro. And it's actually to Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's my play. <laughs>
1: uh, look, man, yeah. I, I was talking— Sit with, there.
0: Watch it. I was I was really—me and moms had a good week this week. You know how you reach a—you know, when you're just living your life. You know, you're trying to get your life in order. And that guidance from your parents, you always take that. But it's like—sometimes like, let me just do this. Like, let me just—let me figure this out. I don't want to— you're not going to always be here for me to knock on your door and ask you how to fix this. Like, mm-hmm. like let me let me do this. But then you reach that point where you kind of like, eh, you might go a couple of days a little longer than normal, not hitting up mom, Dukes, mm-hmm. Or you might go a little longer and not coming over. And it's like, to spend that week with my mom this week, and really, we sat at soccer practice, and we're just talking about everything. And it was like, it's so dope to have that, be blessed to have that still in our lives. Right. You know. So it's like I try, I'm trying more to get over that, you know, I know my mom means well. I know she wants to, you know, instill this in me still or still trying to motivate me to do this and do that. And you be sitting there like, Mom, I'm not really trying to hear this. You know, you <laughs> think, but it's like I'm trying to be, be more blessed of having that opportunity. You know, so I we got to, and she spent a lot of time with me this week. She She's she's excited for my vision. She can see the the glow in my eye, quote unquote, with you know, like just feeling better, you know. So it's been a it's been a good week to have mom dukes around. So I wanna make sure I you, shout out moms this facts.
1: week. You know, growing up for me, man, my since I had an older brother, I was always baby. Like you know what I'm saying? It was like I think I definitely had it a lot easier than my brother. Well, not even think. I know I had it <laughs> a lot easier than my brother because everything, she had a trial run with him. So everything, my mom was never strict. Like, my mom was always the cool mom mm-hmm. in the neighborhood and everything like that. But there was certain things my mom never budged on and will never budge on to this day. Right. It's a, growing up, curfew was beyond huge. Mm-hmm. Like, look, you can do what you want to do. You can, and- have fun with your friends, but you're going to be in the house at this time. Exactly. And that's it, period, point, point. And let me know where you're going. Right. Hit me up when you get there. And even to this day, in no bullshit, growing as hell, i hit my moms up. Be like, like when me and the wifey go for a walk. There's a lot of dogs in our neighborhood. Yeah. So I told her that one day, like, man, there's a whole bunch of dogs in this neighborhood. Well, text me and let me know when you get back. Why don't you get attacked by a dog? Right. So I text her, like, going for a walk. Boom, See, Got back from the wall, it. And it's just something like that has been beaten into my head so much as a kid. Like, yeah. I do it to this day. And for my brother, he is like, was so, my mom's put a lot of pressure on him, like, to set a good example for me. Right. It's a, like, yo, like, hey, man, make sure you hit up moms to do this. Make sure you hit up moms because she was asking me, did you do this? And it's like. I did it already Y'all ain't got to keep Checking up on me I got it coming from you And her need to right. be worrying about Yo ass nigga You the one that don't be Calling her every day Exactly <laughs> She be calling me Looking for you Right. Like, man I called her back She was at work I was like nigga Quit laughing Yeah man You know moms are just Something that Can't be
0: replaced man, man. It's it's, it's, Everybody loves theirs Like to, to the To, to the, the moon yeah, and back do anything for them man. Mother's Day's
1: coming up Mom yeah. can't wait Kick it We going
0: Sure she going Oh man
1: speaking yeah. of that my mom's is coming down Memorial Day weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> right before Black Tie, mm. she want to go to IKEA. Mm. She want to go to the
0: Green. Sound like swipes.
1: Yeah, Sound she like want to go.
0: And declines and swipes going on. Dude, <laughs>
1: she want to go to the Liberty Center. Oh man, she want to. She liked the Goodwill in town mm-hmm. down here. So it's about to be one of them, dawg. Running around. They're running around. And thank God for the wife, man, because she took off that Friday. <laughs> I was like, look, somebody got to hang out with her on Friday. I'm like, I'm there Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, and Monday for sure. But somebody, like that right. whole the Goodwill thing, like I can't do it.
0: <laughs> right. I can't do it. <laughs> Let's yeah. touch on this. Uh, 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 these picks from the playoffs, man. I, oh, um, you 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 got them? Yeah, I, um, I went back and uh, checked out our, our work. I want to see how well we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely say you you did a little better than me. Oh, okay, okay. We'll, Look we'll at definitely me. give you those those credits. So, um, what are we looking like? So we started with the West. We had Golden State in Portland sweep. Um, nope. Uh, we both picked five. Did really? we yep. shit. Golden State in five. Both think, of us picked I think five. that win, though. So, yeah, we, we we had the right team. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clippers in Utah. Um, mm. We both picked Utah in six. Uh-oh, game seven today at 1 mm-hmm. o'clock. So, we still got a chance for the dub. Mm. But, uh,
1: that's gonna CP3 be. is the dude, man. I yeah. love CP3, yeah, man.
0: Especially with Blake out. He's been really showing, like... He can still do this and, and
1: I really and, and, think like a, a player like him, man, the the whole he hasn't never been to the Western Conference Finals.
0: It ain't his fault. Right. You look at his numbers, he balls. Right. He balls, man. And I love to see him get a little chip on his shoulder when they ask the dumb questions. And I love I love that side of Chris Paul, cause Chris Paul is such a a a clean face for the yeah. NBA, you know, the state farm. You see him everywhere for the for the NBA. And it's nice to like what you think I'm feeling like? You know, yeah. like I like to see that edge in Chris Paul. So. Yeah, man, I think, ooh, I but think we, they might win tonight. You making the change? I think, I'm not gonna make the change.
1: <laughs> the pick has been made, but you think, I, yeah. I, I think we about to have a Chris Paul a 40 pointer tonight, yeah. boy. He you know, he's not like like a high volume scorer or shooter right. or anything like that, but he can. He's a traditional point guard. He likes to get everybody involved, but I think that dog gonna be unleashed today. I think he gonna come. Come with
0: it. My lineups for DraftKings today are based around three people. <laughs> Mr. 42 and 8, John Wall. Yes, sir. Bradley Bill, because he's putting up buckets. Yes, sir. And Chris Paul. Those yes, are sir. Th- that's the core of my lineup, and I'll squeeze, I'll squeeze Ubre Jr. in if I have to. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have that be the core of my lineup because I'm feeling the same way. Chris Definitely Paul about CP3. to get one about to get one in. But we had Utah with six for that. Mm-hmm. Uh next we had Houston and OKC. Mm. I had Houston going seven. <laughs> and you had Houston in five, okay, H Town, so down. yeah, so you uh you definitely did a little better in that one. And then San Antonio, Memphis, I had San Antonio as a sweep, and you had San Antonio in five.
1: Mm. You go, know, you gotta give it up to Mike Conley Jr. Man, you know he signed the biggest contract in the off season, and people gave him ridicule because he's never been an All Star, but he technically he is an All Star. Yeah. I mean. He's like always the the fifth guy. He's exactly. always left out because all right man, there's just there's not enough spots. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you had the mercy votes in Kobe mm-hmm. at those last couple years where it should have been him. Right. I mean, you got Westbrook, you got Curry, like you got Clay like yo, the guard spots are taken
0: up. Durant getting those mercy votes yeah. just cuz he Durant and you expect him to be a 7-foot amazing NBA player so yeah. Yeah, I think Conley definitely, he definitely is an all star. And to, to even think now with this Russell Westbrook situation, and this they're talking about two hundred twenty million dollars, man. I'm like, and we ain't talking about no ten year contract. We're talking like three, four, five years, six years. Like, what the
1: dribble that rock,
0: man. So then we <laughs> work the on e- your left hand. <laughs> East Coast, uh, we had started out with Boston and Chicago. I had Chicago in six. You had Boston in seven.
1: (laughs) Well, I I can partially take credit for that, but the Celtics would have lost if Rondo didn't break his fucking thumb. They were they were done. Yeah. Like Rondo had complete control of that whole series defensively and controlling the pace, but I mean you can't dribble the ball with a broken thumb and wrist, man.
0: That's another thing too. I look back at the Utah pick, like Go Bay went out with 11 seconds in game one. Like yep. That changes everything for a series. Yeah. Blake broke like his that. big toe. Yep. So we had, uh, you had me there with Boston. And then it got funny because we talked about, uh, we went through each pick. <laughs> Cleveland, we had Cleveland, both the same. Cleveland and six. We had Washington. I had four, then I changed it to five after your dialogue because you had Washington <laughs> at six. Yeah. And then I had Milwaukee in seven. You had Toronto in five. But what got funny is when we started going into the second round, we went back to the West Coast, and we broke down West Coast yeah, and got to the East Coast and was like, so we know it's going to be Cleveland, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we skipped all the other second East Coast second round fuck stuff. And just went Elbows straight, up. <laughs> straight it. to Cleveland. So so we'll leave that for uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with the um, playoffs this week, getting into round two. Round two. I want to touch on
1: uh, – Paul George before we slide up out of here, man. You know, the legend Larry Burr stepping down as president of the Pacers. So that just basically says Paul George is leaving Indiana. So if you Paul George, where you want to go? Because I got two places I think he should go.
0: Yeah. If you're Paul George in this day of your career, you want to be in that. In his prime. Yeah, you want to be in the Final Four every year. Final four of the East every year. That's what you was shooting for. I think if he stays in the East, I think he would be a great, great, great fit for Chicago. Oh. I think Butler leaves. Mm. I think I I I think I think him coming into Chicago will be a good fit for him with playing with the other players that's in that in, in in that team, but West Coast wise, OKC sounds good too. Mm. But they can't afford both. I ain't gonna break up <laughs> that bag. They, they ain't got that bag both. to do he that. He needs to be with a team though. I think, and more so than a young team that's playing well and having a leader, I think he no more so needs some structure of at least one good guy. You know, a John Wall and pair Ooh. up or. The NBA has turned into that. So yeah. he's not going to go out on a limb and just... He's going to pair up with somebody. For me, if he stays in the East
1: and can control where he goes, for me, I will push that Boston Celtics' hand. Yeah. Because they have a ton of pieces yeah. and a ton of good players and a great fucking coach. Yeah. And they play great defense, and he's known to be a great defensive player. And so I-, I will push that, that situation... In the West, man, I could see him running with Conley. In the West, and they play great defense, and that's what yeah. they're known for. But I know the type of – well, I don't know him. But it just seems like, all right, he was in a smaller market with the Pacers. I don't see him going to another smaller market right. with the Grizzlies. Right. I see him wanting to be on that stage. So
0: And everybody ends up having to consider New York at some point. Don't do know? the Knicks. For God's yeah. sakes,
1: don't do the Knicks.
0: That's just going to be that.
1: But, you know, he's for L.A., and they talking about him going to the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are but awful bro.
0: Right. And then you will be—they you they would have to bring in a couple more. Yeah. And then you would hope that your Clarksons and your Ingrams and whoever else you can keep, your Nance Juniors, can fill spots yeah. and, and be quality minutes. But that's a hope. You know, you're hoping on, on, on young development versus— uh, a it Isaiah Thomas that you pair up with, or like you say, you know somebody that's the, established. the team that's there, they're established. They just missing that that one big piece. That to, OKC
1: ain't bad, but I mean, I think he would be like, well, shit!" Like, you motherfuckers gonna win with KD, right? <laughs>
0: well, I I I personally think Westbrook is, is making it hard on himself to pair up with somebody because Westbrook is gonna put up the buckets and not be told not to, and not give up. Yeah, and after the year, you had, Elbows up. After the Fuck year. He it. had, yeah, it's like you can't do nothing but be like, okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, you're averaging a triple double, brother. Knock yourself out. So right, man. It's going to be hard to pair up with anybody, but I, I, that would be nice to see. I mean, I would, as a fan, I would love to see Paul, George, and uh, Westbrook tackling Golden State.
1: Man, that would be a good watch. Definitely a good watch. Well, there it is 55 episodes. You can't make this up podcast.
0: Shout out to Izzy and Gym City Pie. Izzy, man, I'm gonna get with you about this weight loss, man. This intermittent fasting you doing, boy. I'm seeing them pics. You looking good out there. Man. Shout out to Gym City Pie. Soldier, slim on them. Man. <laughs> DeMarco, what up? Yeah, DeMarco Bars and Beyond. We appreciate you. We're gonna have some uh we're gonna get back to this bars one-on-one in a couple of weeks. And uh Got some festivals coming up. We got some things rolling. So make sure y'all check us out, man. You can't make this up. Podcast at Gmail. Send us anything you want to send us. And uh, make sure you follow us. Share the word. Most deaf. we be back next week.
1: Peace. Peace yeah.